0: What is up, it. Happy Tuesday, November thirtieth, two thousand and twenty-one. The final day of November. Episode number one sixty-five of the study session. I am your host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you back for another episode as we close out this month. Get ready to head into December, where Mike Tomlin once said he was going to unleash hell in December on the rest of the NFL we all know how that worked out in 2009 and I doubt he'll be making any of those types of proclamations in his Tuesday press conference but they better unleash something because this thing is falling apart fast as always I like to start the show by expressing my gratitude to you for being a supporter of the still study thank you thank you thank you for listening reading sharing with your family and friends it means the world to me I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. And also be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site. It is called the Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday. Hey, that's today at 5 a.m. Post between 6 and 6.15 a.m. And Jim is an OG when it comes to covering the Steelers. Check it out. He's insightful. And dude knows the Steelers. So check that out. It's linked in the show notes. But let's jump into it here. So want to spend some more time talking about the game. But before I do that, I just want to mention two two notes here. Chase Claypool was interviewed on Monday and he was asked what would help make this team better or help the team improve and I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but it was some nonsense about making practices more fun playing music during practice. And he's a young kid. He doesn't get it yet. And how can you expect him to? He is really young. And I know a lot of people are going to just hammer him over that comment. But remember, he's a, a young man. He's growing. He's learning. But it is Reflective of his mindset and his mentality, and you have to wonder if he's bringing that work, workman like, workman like mentality every day to practice, regardless if you have music. But it points to maybe a bigger issue with Claypool, he's not having the success that we probably all anticipated in year two, he's not really grown in all other areas of his game. He can stretch the field. He's shown the ability to do that. But he hasn't become much of a sophisticated root runner. And so that was a little disappointing. But the most disappointing news of all, COVID strikes again. And this time, T.J. Watt. Oh, man. What once we thought would be a defensive MVP season. That is slowly fading. And Watt is on the reserve COVID list, which more than likely means he's going to be out on Sunday. And what poor timing as the Steelers are going to be playing the Baltimore Ravens. So we get another dose of Taco and Derek at the outside linebacker spot opposite Alex Highsmith. And this is one one player they couldn't afford to lose on a defense that has just been abysmal in the last few weeks and wow not having Watt out there even though he wasn't at full strength on Sunday it could get ugly it could be really really ugly despite the pride of the organization and of the players and of that coaching staff it could get ugly. And the, the, the Ravens have won some ugly games, but it could get ugly. I just expect the Ravens to come in and just pound the ball. Not good news. So anyway, there's that. And oh yeah, the 41-10 to 10 loss to the Bengals. And just trying to drill down into some positives. What positives can we take out of this? Again, there are being questions answered even as this team is showing that they're not a division champion contender. Showing that they're not a legitimate Super Bowl contender. We're finding questions out about this roster that are going to help this team long term if they're responded to appropriately by the coaching staff. We're finding out what we need to know about Ben Roethlisberger. And here's what I'll say about Ben. Can he still play the NFL game? Yes. Can he play it at an extremely high level? Questionable. Because there's nothing that you could say that he's put on tape this year that shows that he could play quarterback at an extremely high level. He's playing average, and in some cases, he was maybe slightly above average, but he is not the elite QB he used to be. And I'll say, I'll even go this far to say this much. I talked this summer about Ben 2.0 and how that type of player could be used for this team to make a push in the postseason and compete for a Super Bowl, but that was with the understanding of having an elite defense, which the Steelers do not have. And that was with the understanding of having a receiving core and a running game. But we don't. You're going to need somebody to come in and elevate this team at that position. And for as much as I love Ben, I also want him to go out with dignity and Sunday just reaffirmed to me that this is in fact his last year. He's he's not coming back. This is it. And I will contend and I will continue to contend that it can't just be the Steelers signing a free agent quarterback. They've got to draft somebody. And yeah, I've read all the narratives that this is a weak draft class for quarterbacks. The no GMs have any first round grades on any of these quarterbacks. Here's what I'll say about that. It's, awfully difficult to evaluate talent at the collegiate level but the position that is super difficult to evaluate and project to the NFL is quarterback so let's be cautious and hold off on rushing to judgment on people like Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett Sam Howell, all these guys until they are truly evaluated, vetted it out, vetted out until we see enough game film get to know these players and let's see, but the Steelers got they've got to draft a guy you've got to start looking for that quarterback you can't wait will they be able to sign a guy like Aaron Rodgers I wouldn't go that route because he's up there in age as well. Russell Wilson is a guy I would at least inquire about to see. He's going to demand some significant cash, but he's 32, 33. He's still got some years left. He's a baller. He's got mobility. It almost seems like a pipe dream that that would come true. But the Steelers have to be in the market for a free agent QB, and they have to draft one. And guess what? They're going to have some significant cap space next year to make that a reality. You're set at the running back position. Najee Harris, I will say this. Najee Harris will be dominant in year two. He's still learning the game. We forget that he's a rookie. He's running behind a just bad offensive line. They need a, a beast on that line to really bring everybody together. The players that are getting all their reps and snaps this year, they'll get better over time just through repetition. Going to be in the need for another wide out. They're going to need somebody who could take the top off the field. They don't have that player right now. Deontay is having a nice season. Claypool needs to grow. Going to be all right at tight end. Got to get a backup running back to Najee that is not named Benny Snell or Kalen Balaj. And then defensively. Yeah, I know they were hammered by injuries, but they need to get young on that defensive line. I hate to say you got to start over at inside linebacker, but I think you may need to start over at inside linebacker. I don't think Devin Bush is the answer. I'm not sure what's up there, but it looks more than just recovering from that ACL. Joe Schobert, maybe there's something you could preserve there, but his contract's up. Maybe Buddy Johnson is the way to go. Maybe we'll find out sooner rather than later this Sunday against the Ravens. He might get a hat gonna need a corner there to replace Hayden or based on how bad this secondary has played do they try to bring Hayden back? You're alright with Fitzpatrick, Edmonds, I don't see them bringing him back. It's not out of the realm of possibility that three-fourths of that secondary could be completely new next year. Wow. Wow, when you just stop and think about it. 41 to 10. Burn those tapes. Here's what to expect. I think the Sealers are gonna get a couple more wins before this year's out. They'll get to 8-8-1 at least. It'll come down to last second field goal, you watch team will have to lose in order for them to get in and they'll be on the outside looking in. I don't want to believe that that's all the fight that's left in this team. They're really going to be tested on Sunday and without TJ Watt, it's going to be even more difficult, but Tomlin says he likes adversity. Let's see if his players can show that on the field and studying 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 that is the end that is the conclusion of episode number 165 thank you so much for joining me here on this tuesday my gratitude to you please drop me a line via email at the still study at gmail.com and give me a follow on twitter at still study would love to connect with you please check out the podcast i do with jim wexel over on his site the still city insider podcast it's up today brand new episode check it out jim is the og and i hope you guys have a great tuesday Let's, we need some positivity here. We need to get some. Let's get positive about our Steelers. Love you guys. Out.